0: Hello, it's Adrian Ridgway here, returning to Anchor for 2019. And I thought I would return with my um, Game of the Year um, information. And um, the kind of first way I want to do this is really just by quickly mentioning and saying a few words about all of the nominees. Now, the nominees for my Game of the Year are any games that I have played in 2018 that... I've either completed or played a sufficient amount of, at least 90% of, um, because there are some games that kind of are persistent and never finish, um, like MOBAs and things like that. Um, It's actually been a pretty um, busy year for me, personally, uh, and playing games... Hasn't always been at the top of my agenda. Uh, plus, I've also played some pretty hefty games that have taken up um, big chunks of time. So, actually, there's only... Let me count. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, 9 seven. Only 14 nominees this year. Um, probably going to be more next year, I should imagine. Because um, next year, I'm not going to be going out as much. <laughs> um I'm just gonna, and I'm. I think I'll be playing shorter games. Um, Special thanks, though, um, for the game of the year to um, Boomerang Games, who um, I rent games from, and it saves me an absolute fortune. If um, you're a frugal gamer, um, do you want to save some money? and you're not bothered about, uh, well, even if you are bothered, it can save you money, but about playing the latest releases, I would definitely recommend Boomerang Games. I mean, they still offer a package that is four quid a month, and you can rent one game at a time um, and keep it for as long as you like. Astonishingly great value, and it's thanks to them and PS Plus that um, I get to play a lot of games for free. So here are the ones that I've played in 2018. Um, in, in the order, I've completed them, actually. Um, first one is Knack. I'll tell you now, that one's not going to win. Um, dreadful, dull platformer. Um, next was Deus Ex Mankind Divided, um, which I quite enjoyed, actually. It's kind of a nice um, follow-up to um, the um, Human Evolution one. Similar sort of thing. Um uh, It was a lot easier, though, than the original. Stardew Valley, which is a definite contender. Um, Absolutely awesome um, farming and lifestyle game. A brilliant kind of 2D world that you could just escape into. Um, Probably the final Telltale series I'll ever play, sadly. Um, The Batman Telltale series. Um, I just remember it being fun. I don't remember much else about it. There was The Walking Simulator What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, that was quite good. Hooked me quite in. Nice little story. Um, although a little bit bleak. Um, there was Call of Duty World War II. Probably the last Call of Duty game I'll ever put on this list because um, future CODs haven't have had a story mode. Um, this one wasn't anything to write home about. There was Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, which from a story point of view was very good, really enjoyed that. Um, then there was Mass Effect Andromeda, um, which took up a good couple of months to play, and, and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a flawed gem. I mean, I know when it released, Andromeda um, came up with, with against a lot of flack, probably rightly so. It does have big flaws, um, but... I I actually really enjoyed it. Maybe it's because I only paid four quid for it, thanks to Boomerang Rentals. Um, Then there was Destiny 2. Again, another flawed gem, but I got it for free on PlayStation Plus and and really enjoyed just playing the base game of that. Um, There was Need for Speed Payback. Kind of nice little um, racing game there, but um, definitely not not a burnout, but um, a nice open world for racing in. Uh, It's the only racing game I played this year, actually. Uh then there's Red Dead Redemption 2, um which let us let's, let's face it, it's a very high contender, isn't it? It's the incredible story, um a technical masterpiece considering all the things they put in it and it works. Um yeah. I'll probably end up saying more about that one um, in the next podcast. Let's face it, Red Dead Redemption 2 is getting at least in the top five, isn't it? Uh, then I bought a VR headset, so i got a couple of VR games. I've only managed to play two so far. Um, there'll be much more next year, I think. But there was VR Worlds, uh, particularly the um, the London Heist um, section of it. I really enjoyed that. Um, and the Playroom VR. Um the part of that a particular well, I, my daughter just really enjoys that to be honest. That's on the list because of the enjoyment my daughter gets from playing, <coughs> from play, excuse me, from playing the cat and mouse game on there. And then the kind of last game I've played to completion this year is Far Cry 5, uh, which was um, a great, fun open world game, again that took up a lot of time but I really enjoy interacting with all that religious nonsense and and the story there Um, I was very interested to kind of see what the Far Cry twist would be and the ending was slightly disappointing Um, I probably won't complete it by the the end of the year but there's Nino Kuni Revenant Kingdom which is what I'm kind of playing and working through now and those are my eligible games for Game of the Year. Um, which of those do you think should win? Um, I'll be letting you know my top five tomorrow and giving you more information about them. And then I'll announce my Game of the Year on New Year's Day 2019. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you've found me after all this time, I really appreciate it. Um, I want to turn this into something for 2019. Podcasting and radio thing is something i really want to practice and get better at and start getting over this red light fever um big thanks to positive gaming as well for um interacting with me a little bit and um providing the motivation that's kind of pushed me out of the door <laughs> into doing this again um so i'll see you tomorrow and thank you for listening